So do you tell the story before about how you lo- uh, lost four-year-old Otis at the zoo yep. and for a moment in time you just feel like the world's ended? No doubt. It, yep. it is without doubt the worst feeling mm. I've ever had in my life because one, you're going, oh, where, where is he? Mm. What has he done? And then is also the thought, how can I explain mm. this? How can I tell my wife yep. that I've done this? Well, I've done something to my sister when she had her first son, Kai, when he was nine months old. Um, My sister Amy and my mum were out shopping and I was over at the shopping mall and I saw them in this store and I thought, oh, I'll go say hello. Anyway, Amy was rocking Kai and had her back to Kai and was talking to mum about something on the shelf. Mm. Anyway, what I did, and I regret this to this day still, I've got Kai out of the stroller, picked him up, and I've walked around to another clothes rack out of out of sight, but still so I could see Amy. So no. when the moment she realised no. she's lost her son. No. And this is a nine-month-old. So this baby no. can't get up and just walk out of here. I know. Oh I feel... I, I've said I am regretful. I would never do this again because the moment my sister turned around, looked in the stroller, realised that her son was missing... It was like her soul and colour fell out of her body. She buckled at the knees. Oh, my God. Complete fear just filled her whole body. And I was just sitting back behind, you know, bouncing little Kai, just having a good time watching. And Amy just went into this frantic pace of where where did my son go? And I only let this happen for 10 seconds, but 10 seconds too long. I know. I am so sorry, and I'll never do it again. And I've just showed up with Kai, and it was a realisation of, oh, my God, I can't believe you have him. I'm I'm so happy. I'm so still in shock. It was just, I couldn't, like, I'm very, very sorry, but at the time it was funny. (laughs) But looking back at it, I would never do it again. I, and I told wow. her, Amy, if that ever happened again, I never took your son or your kid. So yeah, it yeah. would be real life, okay? But I, it was just watching her face was just something I'll never get out of my mind. I'll never do that to her again. The scariest thing about that is if you've got you know little Kai strapped in, mm. he can't have wandered off. No. He's been taken. So for those 10 seconds, which would have felt like a lifetime... She knows what that. Oh God! She that couldn't is, even yell at me. I, she was so in shock of what I just it. did, and I was like, "Please, just like yell at me now or do something." Oh, she literally God. had no breath left in her body. Well, for every moment in sibling rivalry, <sighs> when she got you in the past, mm. you have got her so bad that you oh. can never do anything to her ever again no, for your life. No, but she has got me really, really good in the past on some things. But that I reckon has still been not topped. You should be playing for Melbourne, not for the Crows, because you are Satan's friend. You are a demon. <laughs> I am. That was terrible. That is <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> Nasty. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get Amy on the phone next. Oh, no. Right? I want to get... You know what? That's a disgrace what you've done to her. Why didn't have kids? I didn't know. Right. right. Your sister Amy on next to set you right up here. Hey, uh, just moments ago, um, you told the story about how you stole your sister's baby. You cruel, cruel woman. Mm. Part of a practical joke. I know. She actually thought her baby had gone. Yep. And you just sat there chuckling. Yep. Guess what?
Amy's on the phone. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, guys. All these years later, and it, I, my heart still races a little bit when I talk about it. Explain the oh. moment, though, because you did have your back uh, turned to Kai, so you weren't watching him, technically, which is irresponsible. Um, anyway, when I did take him and went behind uh, another clothes rack and I had you guys in full view, explain the moment, though, you turned around and saw Kai missing. Well, I looked into the pram. Uh, no, hang on. He was there. And then I, I looked at mum. I'm thinking, oh, she's grabbed Kai. And then it takes a little minute to go, hang on, where is my baby? I think I just started screaming Kai's name. I was like, mm. Kai, Kai. Someone. And then I was like, mum, someone's stolen Kai. And just that dread, mm. like I felt sick. I did describe it, though, Amy, as when I did see you, it was like your soul and your whole colour just fell out of you in a single moment and your knees, like, buckled. It did because it was literally, what do I do? You know, where where do I go? Mm. He's gone. And I just, and because I think I remember at the time, it was my pram was laid completely down and he, because he he wasn't crawling, he was that little at the time, didn't even strap him in. So he was just sort of lying on top of the... In the pram. Were there any dingo footprints? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It wasn't a dingo's got my baby. Oh. It was Aaron's got my I baby. Know. Amy, the moment you saw Aaron walk around with Kai in her arms, what did you think? Well, because she was smiling. So I think she thought that I was going to be like, oh, you got me. Like, we're all going to laugh together. And I, I think I had said a few colourful words to you. Mm. And I nearly, I, I had tears. I just... I thought that's not even funny, Erin. That's you've gone too far. Mm. <laughs> what yep. kind of sick person are you? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> well, I didn't, now that I have kids, looking back on it, I thought, oh my god, that would have been absolutely awful, and I am so sorry, Erin. Thank you for the apology. Um, I don't accept it, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Amy, I'm sure that revenge must have been sweet. Oh, mate, mm. I tell you, payback's a bitch, though, Soda. I can Don't imagine. Don't you worry about that. You know, obviously, Erin, she was, this is before she, she got drafted in the WNBA. She was, you know, hoping she was going to get a call. And I, I called Erin. I put on a brilliant American accent. I told her I was from Connecticut Sun. Um, would yeah. love for her to come over oh. and join um, the team. Yeah. So she was like, oh, my God, that would be amazing. Oh, that would be just so great. Oh. And um, oh, we were booking tickets. We were, we were organising dates. Oh. Actually, I'd, so ask, I'd ask her if she got it. I'd ask her if she had her passport ready. I've been wanting this phone call for so long. Oh, and when no. it came, I had no idea it was her. How did you break it to her? No, we hung up. Yeah, we hung up. Yeah, we got off the phone. And then I, I think I called you back, just being like, hey, Erin, how are you going? And then she goes, Amy, you will never believe who just called me. Oh, and then I was, yes. And then it kind of clicked to me, oh, my gosh, she, she actually doesn't know it was me. <laughs> I think I broke your heart with that one, Erin. You know what the moral of the story is? Don't steal kids. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Thanks, mate. All right. All right. Enjoy your day. Amy. Yes, I, sir. Don't turn your back ever. 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 I'm coming for him. I'm coming for your kids. <laughs> hey, we're talking about the ad that the federal government has put out. Would have spent hundreds of thousands mm. of dollars, no doubt, to try and motivate all of us to go and get vaccinated. You know the ad. It's yep. a woman in her 30s lying in ICU dying of COVID. Mm. <laughs> 
Right. Scaring people. Yep. All right. It is. And it, it, like, I'm not saying that this ad isn't exactly what happens to people when they get COVID. I'm mm. not saying that. I'm saying that people, I feel, are tired of being scared. Majority of people want to get vaccinated. But show the future. Show what it's like when we are vaccinated. Show, inspire people. Stop scaring them. We're done being scared of this virus. Right. Hmm. You reckon that you could do better? Yes, I reckon I can do better. Right. Well, on the line right now, Karen from Mount Barker joins us. Karen, what do you think of the ad? Oh, uh, look. Hi, Soda. Hi, Erin. Hi, Karen. I, I, look, I've, I've trained many horses in my life, and I, I've got to just say, there's a carrot and there's a stick method. Mm. Right. And I, I reckon what what they're trying to do is is create this fear. We we don't have a fear. Mm. Otherwise, everyone would run out and get vaccinated. Mm. Yeah. What we have is frustration. And I think what the general public would like to see instead of something negative, something positive, show mm. relatives getting off a plane and hugging each other, show mm. us having a family meal in a restaurant, going to the movies, getting on a plane and travelling to London, to Paris. It, show positivity, show that we get a passport, that everybody can be together again. We've mm. got to just stand together. And it's that's the carrot. Agree. Karen, can, I, can I ask you, just used your analogy there of the training the horses. Mm. What does work, the carrot or the stick better? Oh, carrot. Without doubt? Without a doubt. Yeah. Well, I've been right. doing it for 30 years, and uh, we, you, you go into their world and you, you give them carrot. You can't expect them to come into our world, world and give them stick. It's yeah. just yeah. not going to happen. Karen, show people their freedom. Once, What happens when we're all vaccinated, right? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Let's let's all try and positive, concentrate on the positive and the outcomes that we can achieve together. And we need leadership uh, to show that this is going to happen. Forget that the fear-mongering, that's Mm. not going to work anymore. It's too long. We've been doing this for too long. Well, Karen, I've been working on something, a little ad in my eyes that I feel is the carrot, and I'd love you to listen to it, all right? This is a, a freedom to our future ad. Okay, Australia, it's time. Time to protect ourselves and each other. It's time to start getting back to our normal lives. Time to reunite loved ones. Aren't you tired of all these lockdowns? Don't you want to get back out there and see the world? It's time to play our role. It's time to stop fighting over toilet paper. Yes, toilet paper. We can do it. But we have to do it together, for For each other, because that's the Australian way. We help our mates when we need it most. It's time, Australia. Get vaccinated. Because that's freedom. There you go, Karen. That hey. is uh, our advertising executive, Erin Phillips, <laughs> the <laughs> cadet. That's her. She put that together and said, you know what? I want to see something like that. Do you reckon something like that works better? Uh, that's absolutely brilliant. And the fact you've got John Farnham in the background singing Freedom. Yep. I mean, what an the icon he mm. is. Um, uh, look, absolutely brilliant. That, that made me laugh. That made me feel good. And, yeah, that's what we need. Fantastic. Thanks, Good on Karen. You. Hey, Karen, thanks for your call. And I really love mm. that analogy with yes. the horses because it does. It makes so much sense. Absolutely, Karen. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Mm. Hey. It is Erin and Soda on Mix. Mm. You got listen to Karen's tick of approval, Erin. Love it. And I love her analogy. Is Fantastic. there anything you can't do stop. now? You're an advertising executive. <laughs> Bloody hell. Come on. Someone Aust- stop this woman in her tracks. Australia, get vaccinated. <laughs> She's making us all look like we're inept. <laughs> Well, I'm sure many of you have seen this ad. It features a woman, Hmm. well, in her 30s, uh, 
pretty much dying from from um, COVID, yep. and she's lying in a hospital bed. Right? Terrible. And they're trying to be scared in by the federal government to be vaccinated. And it's terrible. And I think there needs to be positivity. All right. The government have just put this out. The federal government has put this out to scare people, just to try to clean up a mess that they've made. And I don't think it works. You know, the thing is, though, too, mm. it's also pitched in a woman in her 30s to people that can't even go and get the vaccine anyway. At exactly. The moment. Yeah. And it, the other thing is, it could actually make people fearful of the side effects mm. of a vaccine, too, because of the confusion with it. You might mm. think, oh, hang on, has this woman got a blood clot? You know what I mean? Well. Yep. It's just it's just not good. And I was sick of being scared. So I thought, I'm going to put together an ad, something with positivity to show freedom. Here is my ad. This is what I think should be out there. Okay, Australia, it's time. Time to protect ourselves and each other. It's time to start getting back to our normal lives. Time to reunite loved ones. Aren't you tired of all these lockdowns? Don't you want to get back out there and see the world? It's time to play our role. It's time to stop fighting over toilet paper. Yes, toilet paper. We can do it. But we have to do it together. For For each other. Because that's the Australian way. We help our mates when when we need it most. It's time, Australia. Get vaccinated. Because that's freedom. Well, there it is. Erin, motivating yep. people and giving them something to aim for rather than scaring them into getting a vaccination. I've got to mm. say, the phones have actually gone nuts, mm. Aaron. You've done really well here. Um, well, let's take a call here. Uh, Viv is on the line. Morning, Viv. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, so to look, um, good morning to both yourself and Erin. Good morning, Viv. Um, look, it's showing so much positivity, Erin. I absolutely love it. Um, I think that that is definitely the key. We need mm. to be able to show positivity and love and mm. to grow. Those beautiful children, Erin, that you have on the ad are the future. They are our future. And children see things in a different way to what adults do because the children are so innocent and moving forward mm. and they don't like not very nice things around them whereas adults because of the way that our brains work mm. and we've grown up learning about not very nice things and um you know we we always look at the fear and not the positivity so mm. i was thinking it went through my mind wouldn't it be awesome if you 102.3 as a radio station could somehow get some sort of license to be able to play that ad because think of all the Mm. thousands of people that listen to it and they're on their way in the car they have it in their workplace there's supermarkets that play your radio station during the day and you know subliminally if people can hear that over and over again to me it could do great things I really really think so. Viv I really really appreciate that and it's I wanted to have it from a kid's perspective, like you said, because it, they are the eyes of our future. And I've yes. got to say massive thank you to my niece, Gemma, and uh, so does son, Felix. They were the two little voices in the ad, so they'll they'll get all the credit. But I just wanted people to be positive. I wanted to show the future. I wanted to show optimism and positivity. And so I just I, I didn't like the angle of scaring people anymore yep. because as far as I'm concerned, yep. we're done being scared. Time to move forward. 
That's exactly right, Erin. And do you know what? Um, the voices for Gemma and Felix, well done. They say, they came across just absolutely eloquently. They really mm. did. And I was very scared um, to have AstraZeneca right. because of the fear. Yep. And the day, I, and I knew in my own mind that I had to have it without any doubt. And the day that I heard about that poor miner coming home from NT into SA with his family that had the Delta strain, mm. I booked an appointment for AstraZeneca, and wow. I'm feeling good. Yep. Good on you. Good Viv. on you, Viv. Hey, thank you for the call, and you are the sort of person that's going to make us go forward positively. Well done. Thanks so much, Soda. Love to all of you. Have a happy day. Thank you. Maria Gaban yes. joins us. Hello, and Maria. And we've noticed something a little bit different, Nazzy. <laughs> Guys, what have you done? <laughs> um, I chipped my teeth. How'd you do it though, Mazzy? Oh no, no Maz, Maz, no. Maz! <laughs> you know you never meant to try that. <laughs> um, it's a stupid story. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm one of the clumsiest people going around. And I was on my mobile phone, flicking through, reading some messages, mm-hmm. and I've slipped on the pavement outside. Oh, and no. of all the places, I've managed to actually fall onto the phone yeah. and chip my tooth. On the ground? <laughs> I, I took the phone off my mouth and there was a bit of my tooth oh, sitting on the actual God. phone. On the phone? A little bit of an indent in the phone. Oh, no. My Mazzy. I know. I know this, what happened. This is one of the terrible uh, situations where you don't walk and text. No, I she mean, wasn't texting. She was watching Netflix. She was watching Sex Life, <laughs> episode three, at about the 19 oh, no. minute mark. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You, you, you oh, didn't, no. did you? No. Oh, man. Oh, we've all got a tooth. <laughs> we've all got a tooth story, haven't we? Wow. I don't think no. I've ever. I don't think there's anybody's ever cracked their tooth on the phone though. Yeah, well, okay. There's not I many know. people that have tried to <laughs> tried to uh, wrap their mouth around the phone oh. at 19 minutes 30 either. <laughs> My God. Oh. What is? Um, what are you going to do? You got to go and get that sorted. Yes, I've got an appointment at Advanced Dental. Lovely uh, dentist Roxanne is yep. going to fix me up. Mate, you've done a fair job of that. Oh, You're not going to rock the gap what? for a while. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is my two Wow. I think all you want for Christmas is a bloke uh, from, oh, what's that yeah. show? Sex Life, if you're watching that. Don't act like you don't know what the name, name I, of the I show don't is. Know what it is. I Come don't on. Know. Hey, um, uh, Cheyenne joins us on the phone from Ferriton Park. Uh, Cheyenne, have you, have you chipped your tooth? Yeah, I chipped my tooth on a frozen Freddo frog. I chipped <laughs> my tooth. What would you have Freddo in the fridge for? Oh, just keep them away from the toddlers. Oh, that's true. Ah, frozen chocolate is really good. Yeah, that's hard mm. though. Mm. Yeah, you don't go. You don't go at it with your front teeth. No. though. you put it to the side. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's a tip for young players, <laughs> isn't it? Use your molars on your frozen yeah, chocolate. Yeah, thanks for your call, Cheyenne. Natalie from Redwood Park. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Nat. Did you chip your tooth? Yeah, I. Chipped a couple of them. I was running around on the over with my sister and um, I was running towards her. She was running towards me, but I was laughing with my head up and she was laughing with her head down and we smacked into each other and my two uh, front teeth went into her hairline in her head and snapped off and then we both turned to run home, probably crying, and she went to the hospital, got three stitches and I had to go to the dentist to get my teeth fixed. Oh, no, Nat. Yeah, that was many, many, many years ago now. Oh, it's a disaster. There's nothing really worse than having to go to the dentist to get something fixed. The drilling, the... Yeah. the oh, yeah. Pain-free no. the dentist now. What? They, they don't hurt.
Are you kidding? Yeah, it's just the sound. <laughs> it's true. Some of us have real teeth, mate. <laughs> Here's some unusual news. All right, this one's a good one. You ready for it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I get nervous with this unusual <laughs> news a little right. bit. So, Shane, essentially, essentially what you do is you yeah. just have a look around and see what's happening in the world that's a little left to centre like you. Yeah, the little bit, you know, the odd, the strange story. No, this is in your friend's group chat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, well, Chang goes, unusual news. I mean, this Normal. is what I listen to. I, I don't listen to Channel 7. All right, what do you got? These stories find me, guys. Let's talk about the two <laughs> nude sunbathers. We're just having a great what? time down on the beach. Just, you know, got the gear off, having a bit of a tan. Yeah. All of a sudden, this is their uh, account of what happened. Mm. A deer popped out of the woods. <laughs> so, hang on, hang on. Okay, is that a beach bunny? Can I just check? <laughs> I know, I know. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> 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 no, it's not hey, Aaron, look, look, Aaron, watch this one. I call this one the deer right. popping out of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look. All right. This so, one, yeah. this one's the wristwatch. Oh, gosh. So their account of it was the deer popped out of the woods and it startled them. And so they ran off <laughs> into the woods, okay? As it would. As it would. Mm. Uh, and they oh, got, dear. They got themselves lost in the woods mm. and they couldn't find their way back to the beach. <laughs> Hang on, are they still nude? They're still nude. Uh, oh, where does no. this happen? Where this is like on the, on the coast of here in Adelaide. What in oh. the... Oh. Oh. It was on the border. Yeah. Right. It was in the right. news about a week ago. Okay. Right. Um, what did, happened? Okay, so there they are, nude in the woods. They couldn't find their way back to the beach. So two hours later, they were still wandering through the woods. Come and the on. police noticed two nude men wandering through the bush. Oh, no. They fined them for being nude in public. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. This seems, this seems like an elaborate excuse yeah. for two blokes having some fun in the woods. Oh. It could be a thousand dollars. It is to be uh, nude in public. Did you know really? that? Really? Yeah. Hang on. Thousand so bucks each. Yeah. You got right. two blokes walking around nude yeah. in the woods. Yeah. And they said that they were chased by a deer. A yeah. deer, mate. Come on. Oh, do we even have deers here? <laughs> I don't, I don't, no idea. <laughs> Um, let me ask you this though, yeah. um, Aaron. Mm. Are you a bit of a nudist at heart? No. You know, do you you know? Did you get the gear off often? Do you mind getting gear off in front of well, other people? Uh, wait, at home. At honest. home. Yeah. No. Okay. No. At home. What, what about in the football change room? You talk. You, okay. You. Right Once. in the foot, no, we go. in the footy change room. Yes, while everyone's modest and they cover up with their little towels, like they're coming out of the, you know, the pool and all yeah. that. What do you do? Wait, okay. So <laughs> early when I first played in the AFLW, yes, mm. I got had a shower and I may have done a, a nudie dash. No, no, no. I don't a think, nudie walk. Uh, yeah, I think strut. <laughs> I think stroll. A walk from the shower to my change room. And yes, did I clear the change room? Yes. 